WVOW Local News, now. A brush fire in Madison was contained on Wednesday. I'm Faith Bannister. Boone County Dispatcher said the fire started Tuesday night before 11.30. The fire was in a remote area on the mountainside. No structures or homes were in danger, but the fire raised concerns with the dry and windy conditions. Charlie Spencer with the West Virginia Division of Forestry confirmed to 13 News yesterday evening that the brush fire was contained and would soon be fully extinguished. Spencer says the fire spread to 10 acres. No county fire departments were needed for the containment in Boone County. However, in Logan County, the Chapmanville Fire Department reported forest fire Wednesday that endangered residences in Brushy Fork, Smokehouse, and Buck Fork. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. Are you or a loved one suffering from a chronic wound that won't heal? The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional Medical Center is here to help you. Our team of compassionate health care providers will develop a personalized care plan tailored to your individual needs. We use advanced healing techniques such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy to help you heal quickly. Call us to learn more. The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional healing chronic wounds so you can get back to doing the things you love. The West Virginia State Police are investigating an armed robbery that happened at a smoke shop in Lavalette. Wayne County dispatchers say a call about an armed robbery at the smokers outlet on West Virginia Route 152 came in just before 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday evening. They say a suspect is not in custody. The West Virginia State Police are investigating. And after two hours of debate, senators approved a $105 million appropriation bill to support the Form Energy Battery Plant project in Weirton. Metro News' Jeff Jenkins with more. The Senate sending the House bill to the governor on a 22 to 12 vote after a long debate Wednesday. The bill sends $105 million toward the battery storage making project in Weirton for Form Energy. And just like in the House, there was an argument in the Senate on whether Form wants to kill coal and whether the project will take coal jobs. Brooke County Senator Ryan Weld, who grew up in Weirton, says the project isn't as risky as the opponents say it is. We're not an investor in Form Energy. We're going to own the land and the buildings where they make these batteries. But Senator Robert Carnes says, tell that to a laid-off coal miner. We've actually reversed that whole election process. Instead of them voting us out of a job, we're voting them out of a job. I'm Jeff Jenkins, WVMetroNews.com. A Logan County employee has filed a motion in Logan County Circuit Court for the presiding judge of a lawsuit to recuse. Christopher Trent, an employee of Logan County for facilitating grants, filed a motion to recuse Circuit Judge Kelly Gilmore Codespody from his lawsuit against the Logan County Development Authority. Mr. Trent filed the lawsuit in late September last year after a Freedom of Information Act request, or FOIA, was not adequately answered. The original FOIA was submitted back in August, and after receiving no response, I decided to send the second FOIA. Now, state code un under West Virginia state law, the government body has five days to respond in some way. Mr. Trent requested bank statements, canceled checks, agendas, and minutes of past authority meetings. Moreover, Trent requested a list of properties owned by the authority as well as the rent paid by renters. The second request of the documents was answered. Executive Director Rocky Atkinson's response said the request from Mr. Trent was overly broad. The documents requested could be more than a thousand pages and would exceed Trent's $200 limit on paper copies. Trent reiterated his original request to Atkins and the authority. Basically requesting the same documents and ask what questions they had or what do I need to specify. And they never received any response from there. 
so uh, following the law under state code, I filed a lawsuit in Logan Circuit Court on September 21st of last year. Trent said the Logan County Development Authority never responded to the lawsuit or to the court. Representing himself, Trent filed for default judgment on October 27th. During a meeting of the Logan County Development Authority on November 3rd, Executive Director Rocky Atkins told the attending Chris Trent he would have a chance to see the documents. What I'd like to do is uh, state to you that the information you're wanting is available and we want to get together. And uh, I will say, and I'm sorry, it's not already here. But it took me a long time with what I've been doing to try to pull these documents out of files that were not correctly filed. And so it took longer than it should have, but I was doing that as I could. But I want you to know that it is going to be available to you. We'll work that out no later than money to sit down to figure out when it's applicable for you to see them look at. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No problem. On Monday, Trent filed for a new motion for the disqualification of presiding judge Kelly Gilmore Codespody. According to Trent's motion filed with the circuit court, he witnessed Rocky Atkins, the sole employee and executive director of the Logan County Development Authority, as the motion states, be exiting the vehicle of Judge Codespody's spouse, former Logan County Magistrate Leonard Codespody. Trent submitted another FOIA, this time to the Logan County Sheriff's Department, for surveillance footage from the courthouse. The Sheriff's Office completed that request on Wednesday, February 8th of last week. The footage does reveal Mr. Atkins entered the vehicle of Mr. Codespody around 10.48 Tuesday morning last week, and Mr. Codespody returning Mr. Atkins to the courthouse about 30 minutes later. The day after the footage was delivered to Mr. Trent, 105 days after Trent filed for judgment by default, a March hearing date was set at 10.41 a.m., according to the Logan County Circuit Clerk's Office. Attempts to obtain comment from Mr. Atkins, Mr. Codespody, and the judge were unsuccessful. The trial of a man accused of hiding a body in a freezer was continued on Wednesday. According to court records, 45-year-old Samuel Lee May admitted to Kanawha County deputies that he killed 71-year-old Cynthia Mudd, but could not give any more details because he blacked out. Mudd's body was found in a freezer. His trial was originally scheduled for February 27th, but was continued to April 24th during his pretrial hearing on Wednesday. The defense attorney says he asked for a criminal intent evaluation for May on March 21st, and the prosecution agreed. The judge in the case approved it. May was indicted in November for first-degree murder, concealment of a deceased human body, fraud, and related activity in connection with an access device. He has pleaded not guilty to first-degree murder and concealment of a human body. Court records say May told deputies that Arnold Ward Hiller assisted him in hiding Mudd's body. Hiller was charged with fraud after allegedly withdrawing $1,100 from Mudd's bank account after she died. West Virginia American Water have switched to an alternate water intake on the Guyandot River. Crews have been working to complete a second intake at the Guyandot River since the weekend in order to switch water sources with the Ohio River as necessary. American Water says the alternate intake is a precaution after the train derailment in East Palestine. Ohio spilled chemicals into the Ohio River. As of Wednesday morning, the company says the alternate intake is supplying the majority of the water to Huntington Water Treatment Plant. A suspect in the Clendenin robbery and police chase Tuesday has been identified. According to the Canal County Sheriff's Office, 38-year-old Aaron J. Urban of Clendenin is charged with one count of first-degree robbery and one count of fleeing with reckless indifference. 
Urban allegedly robbed the 7-Eleven on Spencer Road with what appeared to be a 12-gauge shotgun. Deputies say that Urban faces up to 10 years in prison in a $2,000 fine. Raleigh County deputies arrested a man following a two-county pursuit in which he crashed, ran from the scene, and was taken into custody later after a search. According to police, 32-year-old Tremaine Andre Burks was arrested Monday after a vehicle pursuit that began in Wyoming County. According to a press release from the Raleigh County Sheriff's Department, Burks turned the vehicle around at Leicester and went back into Wyoming County. He later wrecked and ran from the scene at the Measle Fork Road area of Wyoming County. Deputies were not able to find the suspect at the time, but Raleigh County deputies were notified of a man matching the driver's description walking along Leicester Highway. The sheriff's office said the suspect ran and he was arrested after a search of the area. Burks is charged in Raleigh County with fleeing on foot and fleeing with reckless indifference. Bond was set at $15,000 surety or cash. The news release did not indicate the circumstances about why the suspect was being sought when the pursuit began in Wyoming. State Senator Mike Stewart proposed a bill that would make it illegal to sell or own Delta-8, Delta-10, and similar products in West Virginia. Items containing stimulants like THC are sold at most gas stations or convenience stores. Many of the products are sold in colorful packaging that opponents suggest look like candy. Senator Stewart says the packaging is misleading. The bill would classify the products as a Schedule One substance, which would make them illegal to own or sell. Under West Virginia Code, Schedule One substances are categorized as having a high potential for abuse and have no accepted medical use. As of Tuesday, the bill has passed through the Judiciary Committee. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Yeah, gusty showers and even a thunderstorm. We can't rule that out. We're going to go with 68 today. The winds as high as 30 to 40 miles per hour with the gusts. And then the evening line of storms comes through. Storms, it'll be quick. They'll zip through and we'll also have some strong winds then. 32 to 34 overnight. We can't rule out a wet snow shower Friday morning. That's amazing. And then back to about 40, 42 as we dry out in the afternoon. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on... On tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.